muffin belongs <laughs> everywhere. But, but, you, we ain't gonna get up from that. Are you <laughs> saying that you want him to put the muffin where the mouth is? <laughs> is it the muffin of madness? <laughs> wow. <laughs> rat hole to rat hole. A botched mid-air heist results in, a, in suitcases full of cash being searched for by various groups throughout <laughs> the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> Cliffhanger, various 1993. <laughs> Welcome back yeah, to Rabbit Troop Yeah, is that the description? It is. Was this That's one. in the Rocky <laughs> the Mountains? Yeah. Yeah, Colin is in Colorado. What? <laughs> well, he was in Denver for work, and he came out. There's the Denver Mints. He's in the Rocky mm -hmm. Mountains. Well, this really is going to hit home for Mike and I. Mm -hmm. It's we got Colorado every which way, and it's actually filmed in Italy for most of it. <laughs> so you got two Italian boys into the mix um, who know nothing really about actually Italy or uh, cliffhanging. Um, no. I like that they... <laughs> I mean, it takes place in Colorado, and they could have easily filmed it in Colorado because Colorado looks like this movie. But they're like, you know what? Can we just go to Italy instead? I think. And at I some point, someone was like, "Yeah." I think part of the trick was it's cheaper. That if they went there, it was just like way cheaper to film. Uh huh. Like, like got those. Dope I, is that what they told their accounts? Well, I I think it was, I think it was partially like housing people too, like like housing the crew and filming for a lengthy time. Probably you'd probably get like dope deals. I guess I. I was probably Sylvester Stallone's like I'll just buy this. Right. I mean, having <laughs> house shopping Italy, and filming that wasn't being in Italy wasn't cheaper than being here. I mean, there was a lot of trivia on IMDb that if it's true or not, it was a lot of Stallone. Um, Pain for uh, some of this movie out of his own funds. Like he got paid less because a stuntman got more money. He paid a hundred thousand dollars out of his own pocket to have that rabbit uh, shot, <laughs> who was shot in the original <laughs> film shot. Wow. Be, oh, oh, you know, hundred thousand dollars if you shoot that rabbit. Yeah, yeah. To have a reshot. You get too much money of it, so the rabbit gets away. So, yeah, he was, like, dishing out funds and doing weird stuff. I have no idea. Hey, I mean, you don't get that executive producer uh, credit without putting up your own scratch. You sure don't, God damn it's, it. It's good to see Stallone back in the mix. 93, Demolition yeah. Man uh, was the last time we saw him. Mm -hmm. uh, he's frozen and angry, demolition and things. He's pretty frozen. He's pretty cold in this yeah, one. Yeah, he's lot cold here. That's, that's the Sloan. <laughs> well, well, let's well, let's, let's not go too far. <laughs> hey, everyone. We're, we're, we're a podcast about obscure, forgotten about, and often overlooked films. It's nice to see you, you back. Uh, many of you might not know Cliffhanger, honestly. Uh, this may have gone over uh, your radar for many years, and especially if people know Stallone today, it's probably, you know, Rocky, Creed, Expendables. They're probably really not going back to Cliffhanger. But we're in Colorado. We, we transmit and record from Denver, Colorado. I am Paul. Next to me is Mike. Mm-hmm. Next to Mike is Lamar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone's cooking something. And there's Jeremy. Yo. And Colin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a lot, a lot of hmms. And John Lithgow. With a weird accent. Hi, John. <laughs> I'm Eric Quaid. Yes. I feel yeah. like he, he whips that one out often. Mm -hmm. that, that accent, not the whipping out of the, anything else. Yeah, John Lithgow in the studio with us right now, actually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> John, you got a cold? You all right? Good, good to have you here. Donkeys. <laughs> good, good gravy donkeys and meatballs. And I want to jump into... 
Uh, before we watched Cliffhanger, we we came up with our own little game, and I, I don't want to trigger anyone, but I do want to be upfront about our little game. Oh boy, it was a little drinking game. And, <laughs> trigger warning on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do want to trigger people. And, Let's uh, trigger them. Well, well, one Mike looked up. There's apparently many drinking games for Cliffhanger, and some of them are just ridiculous. It, it was just like, if anything, it was like. Anytime you see snow, anytime he says the word the. Well, um, to be to be honest, what we what? ended up doing might have been more intense than the ones that I found online. Well, the the one you read out of list of like seventeen things that could happen. Yeah, but each one of those things happened maybe once. Yeah. Well, ours happened a lot, and ours was we chose any form of damn it being used. God damn it and damn it were used. Uh, oh, that's why you guys had so many more than me. Yeah. yeah, and so damn it and god damn it were used, and so this is our damn it a shot, but it's yeah. a damn it. A shot with a twist of impalement so yeah we added a, a people getting impaled and people falling to their deaths i did not have oh. falling to deaths so it, it turns out I that did. of all of the people who died all of them also fell to their death most of the people that fell to their deaths were probably dead before they hit the ground we drank yeah. anyway yeah absolutely yeah yeah i just didn't want to you know the listeners hearing this we didn't go absolutely crazy no but, like you know don't don't over consume right you know, and everyone took mass transportation buses ubers various things and no one is drinking and driving tonight uh and all of our significant others are aware of this as you can see we are coherent enough but for don't now. don't got for now yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait until the rest of the podcast wait, wait till everyone just starts saying damn it and we just keep doing it mm-hmm. that was colin's uh inquiry do we do we keep saying or do, doing the shots forever yes yeah, it's, it's, just, it's part of our life. God now. damn it! Damn it! It's like, I don't have this tattoo on my ass. <laughs> oh wow! Wow! Yeah. A rabbit troop sucks one. Yeah, it's good just, show. It just says "God damn it." Nice yeah. with the rabbit troop sucks logo. Yeah, they'll never they'll never pin it on us. <laughs> uh, yeah. So crazy thing, Jeremy and I saw this movie with some friends over various sleepovers when we were a kid. Uh, or kids and there are things we remember some of it we was, were one kid at yeah, one point in time refused, we refused like like voltron <laughs> uh into one <laughs> and 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 jeremy and our friends noticed a lot of the the dams used and primarily god damn it because it's just used so many times and now that we're god adults, damn we're like, it yeah we're like oh my god that could be a drinky game and also a lot of weird scenes at the beginning with the character Frank just smiling and laughing during this <laughs> horrific opening scene. And so I want to give a shout out that for the love of God, if uh, our childhood friends Russell or Steve ever listen to us, that's who we had a sleepover with. That's who uh, helped pinpoint <laughs> our cliffhanger views. Uh, if you ever listen to this, awesome. Thanks for listening to Rabbit Troop Sucks. And uh, shaping our youth into our adulthood that we can no longer escape, which is now cliffhanger. So, <laughs> climbing a mountain. We're doing it Rocky Mountain style. That's how we're opening this movie. I'm Cliff. I'm hanging. You know, Cliff the Mailman. Yeah, Cheers. Cliff Clavin. Damn right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the title of the movie is some dude named Cliff. That's what this movie's about. <laughs> yeah, it's a, some dude named Cliffhanger. It's the, it's the biopic of Cliff Clavin. <laughs> oh, I, I, Jeremy, I did not know if you read this and. I God I hope this is true. Uh, more IMDb trivia was uh, they tried, and clearly you're gonna know Stallone doesn't die in this film. Uh, spoiler, but that he tried to form a sequel, and the sequel was him protecting the Hoover Dam, and this failed, and he tried to resurrect the idea, and it failed again in 2008. Was the movie supposed to be called 
God damn it. That'd be awesome. I, mm-hmm. Why it. is it not happening? <laughs> I don't know. I, I would still watch it. Because he made Daylight. That's probably like the fucking... Oh, you know, honestly, you're right, because that's altered. basically this movie, but in a, in a tunnel. <laughs> well, let's still let's still make this Hoover Dam movie. Okay. Well, I vote yes. There's still time. He's still around. Yeah, I'll watch he, it. I mean... Yeah, take a break from the Expendables no. 14 or whatever the fuck right. you're doing. Stop doing Creed movies yeah, and get I back to your roots. I you, <laughs> if it's a Max exclusive release, I will watch it the weekend it comes out. I'll go see it in the theater. I can't promise that. Mm-hmm. What, can't. what would the title of that one be called? Just God damn it. Yeah. Hooven it. <laughs> Cliff hanging around. <laughs> That's my guess. Cliffhanger adjacent. <laughs> hang in. <laughs> just hang in with Sly. Hang with Mr. Cooper. That's it. That's just an episode of Mr. Cooper. Wow. I was about to say, how did the uh, showrunners from the show hang in with Mr. Cooper feel it's about that? It's released on They're a Friday. Fine. It's part of the TGIF lineup. Yeah, they'll I, take it. Hell yeah. I miss the TGIF lineup and I miss Saturday morning cartoons. What's everyone's problem? Nothing. They're still on. I mean, not really. Are I mean, I could, you could access them. I mean, too. I'm not up on Saturday mornings, but. A Saturday morning cartoons ended like honestly, like, like I think officially like twenty years ago. Yeah. Um, there's got to be something really? on. No, there so, are, if no. you get up and you throw on like ABC, there's no cartoons. There, there are, might be like no. There might no, be. You have to go to like Cartoon Network. Yeah, or something. There, okay. there might be like yeah, a cartoon random cartoon. Yeah, there might be like a random <laughs> cartoon, but like nothing is made for or designed like that. That's over. Like, yeah, that's like, over. What is my kids like, do in the morning now? I, <laughs> smoke meth. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have <laughs> any. Yeah. You guys do what drugs and murder. <laughs> <laughs> and then play dr- video games about drugs and murder. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's yeah, what nice. I do. Yeah, nice. And you're all the rinse and repeat. You're a kid. It turns right. out they're just adults now. Oh, yes. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and there's no TGIF. There's no like Friday lineup for anything. Well, yeah. You know, it's barely TGIF. <laughs> what happened to the past? Yeah, it's because people are working through the weekends now. Well, I mean, there's really like no sitcoms. Uh, I mean, there's very, very few sitcoms out there, like uh, anywhere, even on you know Netflix and stuff like that. Think about like the grandioseness of it all, like Max, uh, Paramount, uh, Netflix, Hulu, all those streaming things, Prime. There's like each one has like maybe a sitcom what, what's on actual tv like if you have broadcast tv what do they show it's kind of funny you say that you, svu yeah, yeah. damn it's right just, it's, it's SVU. order constantly it, yes you say there's no that's the thing though like anything you can get on regular tv you get on streaming like, no i know you, but like I, whatever you want i mean paul's mentioning like these long form it's all the TV stuff on shows, peacock but, is, yeah um you mentioned that where did all the sitcoms go it's kind of funny i watch like sports and stuff and they show like commercials for their sitcoms i don't watch late night tv or sitcom tv anymore but they're still on you just never heard of them because you just because are not suck. in that state and yeah. they do suck yeah. <laughs> they're just sitting down there just... i can't i can't even think of one last five years i think tim allen had a new one oh. if yeah. you're not in that scope of know, sitcoms you just don't know because I, I keep ted, ted is now back is it like on cable or like oh, streaming? Oh, yeah. I thought you were like talking the about the Mark Wahlberg movie. Yeah, it's yeah. now a TV yeah, show. Yeah, it's well, a only, fucking TV well, only, show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I only know that because I have Peacock. I have yeah. not watched it. It's but... actually pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was going to check I, it out because I had no idea that was a thing yeah. until you mentioned it to Is me it the other day, Paul. That a, was a comedy or a sitcom? I think it's a sitcom, isn't it? I mean, I, that's why. I, I guess I don't know the distinction between a comedy and a sitcom. Well, I mean, well, I would be both. I think. It is a comedic sitcom, is it? There you go. Yes. Yes. Okay. It is a 30-minute TV show that is funny. 
Yeah, fair enough. It involves situational comedy hmm. and a CG bear and someone yeah. playing a young Mark Wahlberg. I think the thing. Let's that go through the first like, episode, guys. Oh yeah. <laughs> let's just yeah. Let's we, talk we about the first. This is now a TED podcast. We'll, we'll watch it real time. And uh... I, well, I, I kind of want to watch it real time. Let's start it now. Okay. But I, I would really prefer no one to talk because I want yeah. silence. So let's just keep That's it going. Perfect. We um, on the big ticker board where we see the listeners. It's just they're dropping down. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Sounds. <laughs> There's a couple left. Don't worry. We have a listener ticker board. Yeah, because obviously this is recorded live and people are listening real time. If we now, can get live metrics out, be awesome. Do you know yeah. how many goddamn listeners we're gonna goddamn get after they know it's in the goddamn Rocky Mountains? Yeah. Whoever is goddamn oh. left, better goddamn <laughs> get off because this is goddamn going downhill. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Goddamn it. It's not going uphill. So let, let's, let's talk about this movie for a second. Listen to um, So this was, this was directed by Rennie Harlan, Liquor's. the director of Die Hard 2. Liquor Taker. Yep. Which is, he also did uh, The Deep Blue Sea. Yep, I love Deep Blue Sea. The Long Kiss Goodnight, uh-huh. also a Samuel L. Jackson movie. And Cutthroat Island. Wasn't he married yeah. to, uh, to, what's to Gina Davis to for Gina a while? Gina Day. He also directed The Adventures of Ford Fairlane. <laughs> I, wow. Was that an Andrew Dice Clay? <laughs> Andrew the the yeah. ABC movie? Yeah. That's that's crazy. You're just saying words now. Yeah. I, no, I, I am. I, I would, Mike, that's, I'm going to write down Ford Fairlane. Oh, God. Are you, do you want to watch this movie? Sure. When was the last time you've seen this movie? I think with you. Damn. That's fair. Yeah, the last time I saw it was with you. That movie's pretty bad. <laughs> but it's got the dice man. Hey, <laughs> we can do the whole episode talking Look like this. Days. <laughs> Hickory dickory duck. Go on. <laughs> I'll stop right there. He also directed uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Not Just that four. one. Just that one. <laughs> he got in right in time. <laughs> um, and this movie's great. It is okay. <laughs> Uh, and that, and thank you for listening. Well, to Rabbit I have some stuff. questions about this movie. Okay, though. yeah, well, Jeremy, let's talk about those questions. No, no. When we, I like. Oh, you want to? You want to pepper them in? Okay. I, pepper them yeah, in. I'll, I'll pepper them in. Salt. Okay. And pepper. Mm, yeah. Onion powder. All right. Let's talk about this rock jock sliced alone, man. Okay. So slicing and dicing. The movie opens, and we have rock jock sliced alone climbing some rocks. <laughs> kind of rocks. Big, big rocks. Steep, They're minerals. Steep rocks? Rock, Doing Rocky a little mountains. cliff banging, if you know what I mean. Bang around. Um, <laughs> he's going to save some uh, some climbers that got stranded. Some stranded souls. Who happen to be Rocky Mountain rescue people who fucking suck at climbing things for yeah. some reason. Yeah, one of them who's a hero whose knee got Yeah, he's like a dicky knee. Yeah. Star-Lord's dad. Yeah, Star-Lord's dad is there. Um, and some, some broad named Sarah. Yeah, Sarah's there. Mm-hmm. And she has a stuffed animal dog with her. That's very important. And this is the yeah. first time she's climbed. I want to know how the fuck she got up to where right. she was. They, they, they did the hardest climb climbing. in the world. I, I don't mean to correct time. you. It's, it's climbed. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first time she climbed. So th- this was the first that's, time she, she clumbed. That's the phrase that breaks it all. Climbed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That, that was weird. So in the past, we've we've mentioned the concept of a full bottle episode. Um, we this might be a three bottle episode. Climb <laughs> off your high horse, friend. <laughs> like there were three bottles that were open. Climb down me. from your pedestal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Colin's dead. Yeah, Colin, <laughs> Colin is gone. Just unplug it. <laughs> Oh, oh you God. ain't gonna get up from that. <laughs> you ain't getting up from that. <laughs> oh, God. Cash money. 
Um, yeah, so Sly, okay. he's got to climb up to him because he's, there's absolutely yeah. no fucking other way to get to these people. No. There's a helicopter there for no reason. Um, <laughs> That's true. And this was like the dumbest rescue in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like all in the background, there was um, like some chatter about like, hey, the winds are relatively high. Don't use a winch. Uh, and immediately Sylvester Stallone's like, send me the winch. Yeah, he's the winch. The wind. Yeah. And they do that. Yeah. <laughs> the winch. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only note I have for this scene is that all they said was don't use the winch and they well, immediately did well, that. Well, yeah, they were like, it's too windy for the helicopter. Don't use the winch. The first thing they do is use the helicopter with a winch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why couldn't they have just like used some rope and like rappel down to like a safer place? I mean, <laughs> so this is so dumb that they, they're like, we're going to fucking try this twice in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. They could have just pushed the girl off the <laughs> tower and then the same result would have happened in half the time. That's true. They could have <laughs> just killed her and just got it over with. Or. What about climbing down? Their plan was oh, stupid yeah, right from the start. I don't understand because Stallone, this whole scene was a show off. There's a helicopter's coming in and Stallone's like, I already climbed up here. They're like, ah, ha, ha. He's kind of like the the alpha of this rescue. Yeah, he's climbing. the big dog. Uh, true. Yeah, he's like smooching on the uh, the other girl while his girl's <laughs> in the helicopter with Uncle Frank. But it seems like they're planned the uh, Free poems at the other side of the mountain. I have no idea why this, why they came up with this plan. Yeah, so like they they hook up like the cable from the helicopter to a piton on the the thing that they're stuck on. The helicopter flies like to a peak next door and lands, and they like just kind of zip line over. Then this is their great idea. I I mean I'm not a climber, <laughs> yeah, and I'm not a high altitude rescue expert. Maybe this, but you know a what a piton idea. is. <laughs> well, I worked at REI for like five years. There you go. <laughs> I know how to sell climbing equipment. You, I would rather do most other things than actually climb anything. At REI, the safety manual is the line, the winch, and the wardrobe. And that's nice. what they're trying to do. That wow. if you could actually zip line through a wardrobe, you'd just make it to Narnia. It was the winch. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> You're greeted by a fawn who mm-hmm. gives you Turkish delight. Sells you out. Have you ever had Turkish Delight? Yeah. Yeah. This will officially be the longest recording in. Absolutely. We're not, we're not in great shape. God damn it. So, but in all seriousness, the the point is like, um, so how, uh, Michael Rooker brought his, uh, girlfriend up to this tower, what they call, they call them towers when they're not mountains or whatever. Yeah. Can, Can you, can you talk about him, uh, in, and use like his, Star Lordy reference, like I ain't your pappy. Yeah, there we go. Do this. Be, yeah, can, can I get some whistling in the background? That'd be great. So, so my question to this whole scene is: Michael Roker, he's, he's up there with his dame, who's never climbed before, mm-hmm. and he has hurt his knee, and that's mm-hmm. why they need mm-hmm. rescuing. Mm-hmm. If he had not hurt his knee, how the fuck was he gonna get yeah, his they, girlfriend they down? They, they could have gone down like normal people. Dude, dude, dude. Whoa, this Use is the stairs super in the back. explained at the beginning of the film. They are chodes. <laughs> <laughs> they come out and say it. We're chodes. Oh, yeah. We can't repel down. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And his little chody locks of a friend who's like, no, Sarah. Can you say that one more time? Yeah, chody locks of Great. a friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, it's very established. She is 
Not an expert in anything outside of whining and complaining and uh, stuffed animals. And dying. And she did really gravity. good at that. Oh, she's well, great I mean, she, yeah. she complained she, she, all the way down. She mastered that one. Because um, her chode boyfriend was like, hey, you have no experience. Let's climb this super tall cliff in bad weather. And my leg sucks. But. Oh. Yeah. And, and the Remember, reason was that it was supposed to be better than sex. Yeah. Well, and it sounds great. fucking better, better it sounds fucking miserable. Yeah. So yeah, that doesn't that's not no. that's not great. Well, that's why he threw out his knee. Like he has like this huge like sex move with his knee because he's like, let's go to the top of the cliff. <laughs> the ladies love you involving your knee in the sex. Move. That's his move. He brings ladies I'm up to the, the top of the tower. Well, he's done it enough. That's why there's a ladder later. That's Boom, true. Colin, oh, that's good call. That oh wow. wow, that's deep cut. Holy yeah. shit! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Pay attention. The PTA is disbanded. <laughs> <laughs> the PTA has it disbanded. <laughs> I blame Cliffhanger. <laughs> Cliffhanger did it to you. All right, so not to jump ahead, but Sarah totally dies. Oh yeah, no, she falls off a thing. And, and, Frank, and Frank the pilot loves it. Yeah, he's he's yeah. really stoked. <laughs> yeah, so as kids, uh, our friends and I noticed that, that that Frank, as I'm seeing uh, in the back of Jeremy, <laughs> is smiling <sighs> during all of this, and it's the weirdest direct. Like directions, like directorial scene. I don't even know how to phrase it. It's the weirdest framing of Frank at the weirdest moment because Sarah falls to and plummets to her death, mm-hmm. and you see Frank, and he is just grinning, yeah. uh, ear to ear. Yeah, it's a Malvin grin, and, and so, like he is the devil. And so you almost want to write it off, and that but like he does like, it again. Well, yeah, he doesn't just do it again. You want to write it off like ah, oh, maybe that was a weird scene, and when you see it, you can't unsee it. And then it pans back, and 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 Hal's freaking the shit out because the woman he loves, I guess, is now dead. Yeah, she's dead. And Frank is chuckling. He is like, like one step away from grabbing his belly and just like bellowing out some laughs. Like it is. Well, maybe she was a goddamn bitch. We don't know anything about yeah. her. You know, Frank was like fucking finally. You know, people fall off this mountain every other day. You know what she said about my art? She said it sucked. <laughs> Go to hell, Sarah. She said Frank, your art sucks. Ban- bananas don't eat monkeys. Monkeys eat bananas. That's how the world works. He said it was a framing issue. I think it was just this actor. Just he. Yeah. <laughs> he, That's all he, he, he just he can't convey sadness. It's all happy for him. And what about the guy in the bathroom, Frank? What did he ever do to you? Piss <laughs> on your hush puppies? <laughs> Michael J. Fox. Frighteners, uh, thank you. <laughs> nice. So we are 30 minutes into this podcast. How dare you? And 18 seconds into this movie. Dude, Listen. If you don't fucking cut this we got counting show up, right now, guys. we're going to go into full house. How, how, how crazy was it that my wife and I were watching Celebrity Jeopardy and uh, Cliffhanger ending? And that's how I got it. That, like, that clue came up and I got the answer only because I knew we were doing cliffhanger today. I was like, I, I showed you the final thing. But did like, Luis Guzman get the answer? He did get it. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, he got it wrong. Oh. He, he made, he made a Wait, cliffhanger. He said something like cliffhanging, uh, like something. He he didn't he didn't get the second word right. Wow. Oh, De- De- Debbie Gibson did. That's that's because he only <laughs> he only went to Greendale Community College. Yeah. Again, Luis Guzman, yeah. uh, Luis fellow Guzman. fan of the Rocky Mountains. Mm-hmm. And, was there like a statue of that guy out yeah, in front yeah. of uh, the community college, like is, like yeah. Rocky Balboa at the top of yeah. the stairs in Philadelphia? Yeah, slim right up his nuts. 
He's great in the Count of Monte Cristo. <laughs> mm-hmm. You should brush up on his cliff. I could go though. for a Monte Cristo sandwich right now. Oh, that oh. sounds delicious. Right? Yeah, a little French toast oh, with a, some jelly. Stop. stop <laughs> we get an order from that Denny's. By the time we're yeah. done with this recording, you'll be able to get pancakes and waffles. Yeah, yeah I know. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> Someone will buy the... Buy the Breakfast King. We could go there. Breakfast King closed down. Yeah, someone will buy it. Oh, oh we'll, no, we'll, yeah. we'll buy podcast. it and reopen it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So we got a dead chick fell to her death. Yeah. This, so yeah. this bitch is dead now. Um, yeah. That's a shame. Gabe, Gabe and tried to animal. save her. And, well, yeah, her stuffed animal died. Popcorn first. trick failure. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> Gabe tried to save her and grabbed onto her hand, uh, but she fell. Uh, Hal blames. Uh, Gabe for this? Yeah. He, never, yeah. he, he doesn't. It, that never came up. Hal's just angry Hal's that he was a, a fucking a, moron in the first place. He's kind of a dickbag, yeah. Gabe blamed himself, ran off to Denver or something for yeah. a couple months, and then came back later. Yeah. What what Hal's... Listen, so I'm going to I'm gonna make a trifecta for me. We got Colorado. Okay. We uh-huh. got uh, Italy. Yeah. I'm going to bring it back to Chicago uh, because no one in Chicago really likes this. So... Hal is I'm gonna reference as deep dish in it because mm-hmm. everyone thinks it sucks. So well, it does. Hal, Hal's deep dish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So his, his his buffoonery and his jerkery, uh, deep dish. Just say deep dish. There you the go. Rest He's of it. deep dish in it. So yeah. Okay. Uh, Star Lord's daddy's deep dish in it. Okay. <laughs> that is my headline. Real deep dish move. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So this bitch is dead. Um, <laughs> fast forward eight months later, we're at the Denver Mint. I said, where yeah. where do you go? Yeah, there. <laughs> yeah. So it, is the Denver Mint building that they showed? I mean, no, that isn't the absolutely Denver. No, for not. sure not. Absolutely okay. yeah. one of the. You mean you mean is the ugliest building on earth the actual Mint? That is not the Denver Mint. I mean, I've been to the Denver Mint. Right. So it wasn't Robert. that. No. Oh, yeah. Nice for a thousand dollar bills. Yeah. Yo. Yo. <laughs> yes. This, <laughs> this is leading us to. Uh, to like one of the things that I just don't understand about this whole movie. Eggplant motion. And the plot, the so plot they, of it. Yeah, yeah. Like they they're making these are like you know, uh what like uh two count, like one thousand dollar bills that mm-hmm. are not in circulation. They've right. never been created before. Like yeah. who and they say it many times oh, yeah. throughout the movie. Tyler, who would want to steal the these? Like no one. John Lithgow. Like, yeah. So here's the thing. It's like John Lithgow has experience selling um, uh, bonds and diamonds and things that are sellable and you know, you know, uh, what able to be sold. And so what he wants to challenge or something to sell unsellable bills. They, okay. they, you're right. They they don't ever explain it, but they they do yeah, say, like, "Oh, he has the ability to 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 do these like high crimes." But this is for sure outside of his league. <laughs> oh, he's right. not gonna get out from that. So yeah. he's he's used to things that have like intrinsic value. Yeah, and he's like, it's time for inherent value. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Th- well, th- yeah. This this whole thing is really stupid because they're like, what is he gonna do with them? Like. Yeah, like you could just like there's like there's maybe several thousands of these one thousand dollar bills in these. Well, I think one hundred percent of them that exist that, that, are in this goddamn that, airplane. That, that's yeah, I, that's what I. You just like said. cancel the serial numbers, like right? They're, that's, that, they're just be like paper. As we were watching this, and that's what I straight up said. I was like, listen, like they said, it's only used for international purposes. So this is like clearly outdated, like like every which way in our standards. But it's only used for international like 
like currency for whatever damn reason. Okay, so not a lot of people have them. So if it's flooding the currency, they would immediately know where it's coming from. And then Mike immediately yeah. said, they just got it. They would have all the serial numbers. Of course they right. would. They There's probably not a wrote lot them, of them down. Like, what the shit? And also, <laughs> like, oh you, can't, you can't just like spend it. You can't like, yeah. oh, I'd like to deposit $100 million in $1,000 bills. Mr. If Bang. I knew anything like, from watching, like you're at like a fucking right in and out burger. Yeah, yeah, go to, go to a Safeway by rotisserie chicken with a thousand dollars. Can I get change for this? I haven't learned yeah. anything about watching the movie Blank Check. Anything's possible. Sky's can, can limit. Can you break a thousand? That's true. You can say whatever you want. Mm, yeah. This is when you learn about the father. The father. <laughs> oh my god. That's not blank check. Mm. All right. It so yeah, after the treasury scene, there's thousand dollar bills that's going to be shipped by plane. Yeah, nobody can steal them. No, no. And then uh, we meet the bros. God, I love the bros. The I like bros. the bros. I know. I do too. Yeah, I like the one bro. Remember Ditch from uh, Terminal Velocity? It's like his friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so Gabe's back in town, Stallone, driving around. And we get two uh, snow bros. Whoa, Gabe! It's Gabe, bro! <laughs> I'm gonna drive on the other side of the road, Gabe, but it's cool. I know you rescue my kill of everyone, and, but bro! Yeah, this none is, of them are looking at the, at where they're going. They're just talking so, to each other. Yeah, of all of the While scenes. While they're driving the movie, at high speeds down a mountain road. For sure, this is the most unrealistic scene in this entire movie. Because they're not it's, sitting in traffic on I 70. Well, it's two people driving down a mountain road, uh, driving down a mountain road, speaking to each other in normal indoor voices mm-hmm. going yeah, no straight <laughs> on a Colorado mountain Colin, road. Colin, <laughs> this is when you learn that it's not about reality. It's about Gabe just being a bad boy. Yeah. That, you know, limits don't apply to him. And people's lives, they don't apply to him. You this know what, is Stallone. You know what limits I want to apply to Gabe? Vertical. The the ability to speak through 60 mile an hour winds as he's driving down a mountain road talking to two rad dudes. Mm-hmm. His best friend was deep dishing oh. him for the last 20 years. <laughs> yeah. And he dropped it right off a mountain where you do, where you take that deep dish. Someone's yeah. like, I brought you pizza. And you open it up, you're like, oh, unless you're like Jeremy texting me today that he's getting goddamn Provel cheese, you take that Provel cheese and you dump it right into a cavern and you, you know, let it just die and burn. A crevasse. If you're gonna if you're gonna <laughs> drop your best friend's deep dish right off of a mountain. You should at least be able to speak to rad dudes on <laughs> yeah. a road going 60 and miles an hour. That. And he proved that. He did. See, that's why. Right. That, that, that's right. <laughs> we turned Colin around. Yeah. Colin's back in. Yeah, you can totally talk to two rad dudes driving down a mountain pass at 60 miles an hour through normal wind and physics. Yeah. No problem. I Windic, like that Windex the, uh, with indoor voices. Yeah. That's the important part. The rad dudes were driving a Jeep that had a big smiley face on the front of it. Because they're rad. Which I really like. Because yeah. every Jeep I see has big frowny faces now. Everyone I was makes surprised. their Jeep really? look angry. Wow. The biggest surprise of this movie is that their Jeep wasn't yellow. Yeah. Well, yeah. things were better in the yeah. 90s. Yeah. Yeah. More diverse. It's, I mean. With slower internet and yeah. more, more outright racism. And more teal jackets. Mm-hmm. People had a lot more time to fucking base jump, man, in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. more extreme now they're sports. Now consumed with all like, screens, everywhere. you know. That's where the X Games came from, the 90s. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. That's where all this radical talk came from. All these, hey, dude, come <laughs> on, man. It was so man. radical. Yeah. It was a more radical time. You turn on MTV, there would be music videos. You'd be like, ah, I could sympathize with these artists. Whoa, whoa, whoa these, hold these, up. These there was musical folk. videos on MTV. Mm-hmm. 
There was not. They had the MTV News. All right, that's what I thought. Those people. People were eating cheese out of a can. Yeah. What do you mean, those people? I don't know. Like the news people on... That's what I was saying. I jokingly was like, ah, there's more outright racism. Here's... Here's Paladin Mike. <laughs> Tell you Rushed. all about the news. I feel like that got turned on me in a weird way. Shanking that the day. rust off a schlong again. You think it's just, just because these these kids are living in a tent city, they're these people? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, there's a lot of that, though. <laughs> oh, my God. Welcome to Rabbit Troop Sucks. This episode has been brought to you by Corn Cobbin. We are trying to polarize you. Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, so then Gabe Gabe Mike. goes and talks to Jess now. So he's met the bros. He's yeah, going to talk to Jess. And she's all like, fuck, Gabe, you're so big and strong. Why are you yeah. acting like a little bitch? Like you're wearing a giant jacket like from Dumb and Dumber. Um, oh, and really you're being a real big that. pussy. Yeah. She's from Northern Exposure. I'm a huge Northern Exposure fan. Did you go. have the DVD set that came with the orange vest? I did not. Okay. I know what you're talking about yeah. now. Oh, I see. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Okay. I love no- Northern Exposure. Mm-hmm. Well, Jess is played by Janine Turner, and I would like to see her Northern Exposure. Uh, okay. Uh, what do you mean by no? that, Jeremy? Yeah, yeah let what, us what's know. going on oh, in the back? <laughs> 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 uh, fair enough. She's a very attractive woman. Well, I, that's not what Jeremy said. What was? I don't understand. <laughs> Something about <laughs> cliffs. You know. J- Jeremy yeah, her just cliffs. Sent, Jeremy her, just her sent cliff me a, a lewd drawing on a post-it note that he just texted me. <laughs> that would be just lewd stick figures. It's about the extent of my he also, he also signed it as the Corn Cob and Goblin. I don't know what that means. <laughs> That's a great name. Well, it's a new Spider-Man villain, but it's a different kind of Spider-Man. It's a different kind of Spider-Verse. Gross. <laughs> that multiverse is very vast. Yeah, well, I mean, infinite possibilities, I guess. You know, it's Jesse's girl. Yeah. yeah, she's been there the whole time, but he left like for a year. He's back, and yeah. he's back, well, and he wants her. her, her horse. <laughs> he he wants went to her. do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, yeah, I miss you, girl. Yeah, what the fuck did he was he doing in Denver? I have no idea. What? Yeah, the whole time. Yeah. for months. Mu- he's podcasting he about climbing. mountaineering, yeah. pretty much. In reality. He could have run into Lamar in this time frame. Mm-hmm. That's true. I did meet him. I just have no memory of it. That's that's I'm sorry. Upset. You yeah. missed out. I did. Yeah. You could have been part of this adventure. You could have been. <laughs> I was. Uh, I just don't remember it. You, you could have been co-editor of Cigar Aficionado that he runs. Which was <laughs> is that his magazine? Yeah, I or at least I think for a while. Okay, so that could have been. Wow, been Lamar. Damn. Yeah. I missed Rocky out on the high life. Yeah, I mean, if if you're a new time listener, uh, I really hope this is captivating and pulling you in. I mean, if you want the most, I don't know, observant summaries. If you want, if you want like Siskel and Ebert quality style, you have found it, friend. You have found it with Rabbit Troop sucks. Goddamn son of a bitch. I would say this is better. <laughs> yeah, this is a, a cut above Siskel wow. and Ebert. So, I don't, true. I don't know what you guys have the next. Rest of the advertising. Tango, Tango. Tango, 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 Tango. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. You get breaking news like Tango, Tango, Tango. That's yeah. a lot of call outs on that. <laughs> so, uh, tango, 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 Tango. Tango, Tango. So we're in the goddamn airplane yeah. with the, yeah, we're the fucking thousand dollar bills. Yeah. And there's three suitcases and they have to take this giant fucking airplane. Yeah, obviously. 
And we got we got this guy Travers, Mustachio Travers. Yeah, that bitch. What is he at the agent? Mustachio <laughs> Travers. I never really caught the agency that they were for. Um, the Treasury the Department. Treasury Department. Yeah, yeah, Treasury. I mean, he's, 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 for the treasury. he's with the Treasury, and they have like yeah. an FBI guy on board who wanted that, to. That's it. Uh, right. Okay, that's the thing. Like, who's like who's the hired arms? Like, I don't think that's the Treasury Department. Oh yeah. Really? Yo, oh, they've got some. Oh yeah. Letters, yeah. They have. Yeah. They have like their really? own like SWAT team and yeah. everything, man. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what. Counterfeit twenty dollars, and then see who comes to get you. It's yes. going to be the Treasury Department for, for well, sure. Well, maybe that's what we should advertise to our listeners. Like, who could do the best counterfeiting job? <laughs> 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 this is a contest. Knock at your door. Yeah. Like I mean, this minutes. is a contest, wink. That so we're having, wink, wink. What you're <laughs> describing is basically we're going to do our own winners and sinners. How? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. We gonna. I haven't heard. I haven't listened to the episode yet. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's aired yet. Yeah. No, it's it's out now. Yeah. yeah, it, just, yeah, yeah. it just came out yesterday. I don't know what the fuck it is. God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> this guy's cliffhanging. Real deep dish move. Yeah. We left the the ending as a surprise for this week. Oh shit! As what? A, as a cliffhanger. Yep. Oh. 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 As a cliffhanger. Wow. Okay, so we're on this motherfucking airplane with, <laughs> yeah. with goddamn. We got some agents. Yeah. So now they're all dead, and we got Travers and a pilot, and he's yeah. like, Travers like kills everybody. We're gonna get these hundred thousand or these thousand dollar bills out, and we get John Lithgow. Yeah, John Lithgow and the guy from Cool Runnings are in a plane behind them. That's that's no joke. Yeah, and uh, you know they're gonna again with the fucking winch. Um, they're going to just slide these suitcases of money from one plane to another. I, I, I want to talk to the writer. Okay. So John Lithgow's character is named Eric Quaylen. Mm-hmm. And it, did that guy just wake up in the morning and is like, I got the best asshole name in the world. His name's Eric Quaylen. He was doing Quaaludes all it's night. Yeah, so Quaaludes. Yeah. yeah. With his friend Eric. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of want to talk about how important it is that this one random FBI guy was on this plane. Mm-hmm. Because there are there are probably like two or three really consequential moments. Wait, wait, what? The the not the, Travers, not, not the Travers. Yeah. 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 So so part of Travers getting on this plane um, was that he was bringing on a, a new guy. Yeah, it was like some guy that was getting transferred, and he was yeah. just yeah, hitching a, a transfer. Yeah, yeah, like a deadhead. Yeah. Um, you thought that guy was going to be the bad guy, didn't you? Well, I did. I forgot. I no, thought that guy was like in cahoots with Travers. I thought he was going to be totally inconsequential, and he was not. He kicked off this and, whole thing. Yeah, and yeah. Like, he is inconsequential as far as like his screen time, mm-hmm. but if you consider the plot of the movie, he is the single most important character yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, he's the foil of the entire thing. That's <laughs> true. The they would have gotten away like, with yeah, it. Absolutely. Without him. Yeah. He was the damn kids in this Scooby-Doo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he kind of played it right where you didn't really... Well, he knew what he was about, but he didn't expect him to be the foiler of this whole yeah. high. It's not a hijacking, is it? But they're it's, stealing a hundred million dollars. Yeah, for sure, it's a hijacking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's so, a hijacking. So Travers murders. The, he shoots this guy, the 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 new guy, and the other agents on the plane. So it's just him and the pilot left. Um, they link up to a surprise jet that shows up out of nowhere. <laughs> surprise with jet. Crystal and Eric yeah. Travers. Yeah, with with uh, Quaylen. Quaylen. <laughs> they link up, and the idea is that they're going to link the money to the plane. 
just like I would link my G.I. Joe plans, yes. Travers mm-hmm. is like, I'm not sending the money first. I'm going to go. He goes to the other plane. Kind of a smart move. Yeah. Great move. Mm-hmm. They're like, why didn't you send the money first? He's like, if you... If I sent the money first, I didn't think you were gonna stay. Or you you were gonna stick around. And then there's like a pause too. Like there's like a notable. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, you know, that checks out. Yeah, yeah. Like, and no one says too, anything. Touche. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the pilot comes and is getting ready to push the money. The uh, random FBI guy, the the new guy, blasts the pilot, shoots the pilot, uh, shoots at the 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 plane, and kills a sniper. Mm-hmm. And I think that's I think that's the single most important. That was part. some slick shooting, yeah. Yeah. From that distance, from one plane to another, I'm not sure how the ballistics work out, nope. but it just seems I'm not going to worry about that. There was wind. <laughs> yeah, there was wind. Yeah. It's like yeah. ah, I'm just saying. <laughs> there is no other <laughs> slick shooting in this movie, though. Everybody else is absolutely horrible at it. All right, that's yeah. true. They yeah. get stormtrooper with it. You know why? Because he killed the sniper. Yeah. Ah, yes. The one go. sharpshooter is gone. Yeah. No one likes that? the sniper. Yeah. Fucking spawn campers. Poor guy. Before we leave off from this scene, I just want to say that they were connecting the two planes via wire. Mm-hmm. So they were doing a wire transfer. Of oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, wow. I'm okay. There. I'm done you with that. You son of a bitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God. <laughs> God <damn> <laughs> uh, okay. Wow. I'm done. Well, so, okay. The pilot falls to his death, and we all took a drink. Um, the money also falls, and the plane's all fucked up, so they have to crash land. Yeah. Yeah. These are inept criminals. Yeah. Yeah. Can Can you think of another big movie um, where, in the first 10 minutes, the entire plot of the movie surrounds the villains fucking up so massively? Mm-hmm. E.T. just know. wants to phone home. I don't think E.T.'s a villain. No, he is. He's the bad oh, I'm just making side <laughs> observations. E.T. just wants to phone home. The government agents are the heroes of that movie. I believe. Okay. Trying yeah. to get that oh. fucking alien out of here. For sure. Yeah, yeah. he sucks. Wow, this has been brought to you by... <laughs> He's here to take our racism. goddamn Reese's Pieces. <laughs> and xenophobia. children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Colin, to your point, it seems like every movie where a hero is like hidden somewhere where he has to come out and like under siege feels like a movie where they just fuck up immediately and just let a hero just walk around. Paul, you're about to write down Under Siege. No. Another Gary Busey film. Something similar to that. Yeah. Gary Busey's the main star of that movie. Yeah. It's, it's, I'll, I'll never forget that, Jeremy. That, that's, never. Not bad. that's not a bad example. He dresses in drag in that one. Oh, God damn it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I can think of a couple of movies where the villains just fuck up and allow the hero to, because the hero gets an advantage like that because of the villains fuck ups. But this movie right off the bat. Yeah. They really <laughs> take the cake with the, yeah, fuck up. they, they fuck up so horribly, so horribly. Well, it's that Dick Travers. So it was all his fault. Yeah. If he had sent the money over and gotten killed like they had planned, that's very um, <laughs> this would have been all fine. Damn it. Travers. <laughs> Take your lungs. Or if like you just man. killed the people. Like, you put one in their head when they're down, man. You don't, you don't do just that, fucking. Yeah. Hey. Well, everything, yeah. everything goes wrong, and the plane crash lands, mm-hmm. and they come up with this genius plan that they're going to call in for the re- like the search and rescue. And this is helmed by Hal and Frank and uh, Jesse. 
Mm-hmm. And, but Je- at first, Jesse's like, Gabe, you got to go help. Uh. <laughs> and she said it just <laughs> like, like that, too. Yeah. Which, do which is crazy because he doesn't work for this agency, right? No, he's just a guy. Yeah. Yeah. So it seems like there's a huge liability issue. And she's like, if you, if you don't do this, you'll never get off that mountain. Metaphorically yeah. that hit, that or hit literally? Home. That was both. Weirdly oh, toned, no. Mike. <laughs> what do you mean? Um, More metaphorically as he was just distancing himself from her. And yeah. He didn't, she didn't like it, but he's like, yeah, I just want to take you and we can both distance ourselves away from all this madness. But she wants him to be a hero, so mm-hmm. back into the fire. Yeah, I mean, his job was to be a hero. He just fucked up one time. <laughs> right. One. So why did they call for help? Well, they didn't know where they were. And when, and they were basically like, I think they want to commandeer a helicopter or equipment. Yeah, okay. And they also, they very much don't know where they are. So I think it's... I they think, want some I, mountain yeah. experts. So they figured they needed help the to find. So I think they truly need help. But I do think as an audience member, we're really not told that they're going to commandeer and do this stuff. Like we know they're up to like some nefarious stuff. Right. Because it's weird. So they do send up uh, Hal and Gabe and we'll kind of come to their like pissy moment with one yeah. another. But when they do get to John Lithgow's crew, they're like, ha ha, you're going to take us <laughs> in these bags. And I was like, probably could have done this in a slightly different way. Um, yeah. There's a lot of things that could be done in right. a slightly yeah. different way. Right. In this right. movie. But well, so, I'll, I'll get you to, yeah, I mean, we could get to Gabe and Hell. You're right. Well, I, think, I think they were expecting a helicopter. Well, yeah, you always expect a helicopter. But the weather prevented the, it. Yeah, fucking weather. Yeah, so they, they the, the, the three cases with the money in it have like LoJack on it. And they have... Like an Atari tracking system. <laughs> you I want to accurately describe that. Like, it was like a vir- it was like a fucking virtual. Why boy. does it have that fucking the like visor? Foam eyepiece? Yeah, no one, like you're no supposed to like hold it up to your eye like it's when fucking uh, you, yeah. you are submarine. running through a trench run in the Death Star. This is the only way. Yeah. Who's the fast This Quinlan. is the only way. <laughs> you know th- that wasn't the part that bothered me about it. It was that they. Uh, um, the well, they show it to these guys, and they're like, "Do you know where these cases are?" And they're like, "Yeah." I, based off this fucking like, right, there's like these a, four lines a that four look like a mountain. Like, yeah, I know exactly wire frame drawing. Of, like, oh yeah, no, that's just right over here. Well, well they're, they're familiar with virtual boy technology. Yeah, they, <laughs> I kind of thought it was bullshit that Travers is like, there's fifty thousand like combinations, and he somehow knows what fifty thousand combinations. Or yeah, some, I, there, some, no, he doesn't like some pasty. Or... It doesn't make any fucking sense, Colin. Yeah. I agree with you. Like, this, it, like the whole this whole eyepiece thing drove me wild. It really did. That's kind of a shame because that was your birthday present. So, <laughs> so <laughs> Jer- Jeremy, is that what drives you wild? Yeah. Hell yeah. Little IP, little uh, portable uh, stuff or periscopes. Yeah, see I you, love them. See you in a couple of weeks. Oh. Wow. <laughs> This shit is going to come. Colin's going to give Jeremy his Periscope present. <laughs> look, look at the eyepiece. I just want to drive him wild. Mm-hmm. What? What? There we go. Okay. So someone dies, I think. Who does? I don't know. You tell me. No, there's some deaths. 
All right. He can. Oh no, we skipped the FBI part. So like the there's another scene of the FBI. They start explaining who this Eric Quinlan is, and yeah. they're like, oh, by the way, that FBI guy. He we actually sent him on this because we've had like some suspicions that shit was gonna happen. And then that scene ends, and then yeah, uh, Hal and fucking Sly get up there, and they get overrun, ambushed. Oh. They're like, hey. That was actually great detective work because they were like, yeah, we detected someone scanning like this travel process. Mm -hmm. And so we thought we'd investigate that, which is. No, I mean, that's good. Underscored brilliance on the part of that, whatever agency that that was. That's why they're the Denver Mint. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's really, really the case on who was working on it. But I mean, I also assume that's where they make mints. Yeah, and put them on pillows. That, that's where Starlight Mints come from. And he's and he's And there's a lot of goddammits in this scene. Oh, like goddammit, maybe yeah, a lot of goddammits. Paul, you say that, but I want you to know that when I was younger, I really thought the Denver Mint was that—a place where they just make mints for the pillows. Heck yeah, dude! It's right down the street from the Rocky Mountain Chocolate Company. How could yeah. you not think that? Yeah, it mm-hmm. makes sense. There was there was an old tradition in Denver that. If you put your old socks and like uh, like junior mints and stuff in the bathtub, uh, the next morning your parents would like be furious and then just like ground you. <laughs> so, so if you want to try that, then, theory. And teach that to your kids. Uh, it's, it's actually worse if you just like turn on the bathtub or the shower for a little bit, you know? Yeah. You All the it. kids in Denver. It's like the tooth fairy. You just—it's a coming of age thing. Yeah, yeah. it's like you know, you you go to the mint and you get the shredded dollar bills and you right. shove them down a drain and you turn yes. the water on yeah. and flood the house. How mm-hmm. many could you put in a toilet and flush at the same time? <laughs> it's a little game. Um, Mike, you don't get up from that. No, he ain't getting up from <laughs> that. How's <laughs> that getting up from that? That's fucking so good. <laughs> All right. Hey, ding dong, who's there? Candy cane killer. <laughs> nice. Yeah, the Candy Cane Killer appearance, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm only through one page of notes, I guess. (laughs) You should wake up your wife. I'm halfway through my notes. You took more than one page of notes. (laughs) Wait, you guys take notes? Um, Okay, so Gabe and Hal meet up with Ah, Quinlan and the 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 Um, If they're a combo, they could be Gal. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what we call him. I, I bet you could say deep dish. He, he was deep, deep dish yeah. early. Yeah. <laughs> Old fucking deep dish. Um, and, you know, Quinlan and Crystal and Cool Runnings, mm-hmm. they're like, <laughs> you, you got to find the cases. We got to go find the cases. Sure. And Gabe's like, oh, one's up, it's up there. He's used to punching meat and drinking egg yolks. Yeah. What do you want? That's the, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Um, <laughs> So he's like, no, it's up at the top of this fucking cliff. Mike, I, I swear to God, you should wear his beret that he wears from Expendables when we do these podcasts. Okay. Everyone vote. <laughs> yeah, I'll, Stallone I'll, beret. I'll wear the Stallone beret. <laughs> and because these guys are fucking morons, they're like, you know, don't give them any climbing equipment. No ice axes, no, uh, no bolt gun. Take his fucking shirt, too, or whatever. Uh, and... Tie a rope around and tie a rope to his leg, yeah, yeah, because he'll never get that off. To quote Bruce Springsteen, 
this gun's for hire, and how would you know it if you didn't strip mm. him of his jacket yeah. and then make him climb an ice cliff? Is that what that song is about? Yeah, it's class. I never understood. Yeah. I can never. I can't understand what Bruce Dingsi- Bruce Springsteen is saying. <laughs> <The> Steen. <laughs> the deeper layers of lyrics. I was working on the docks. I don't have any sleeves. <laughs> he didn't have any sleeves on the docks. No, right? you can't have sleeves on the docks. They get in the way. Yeah. What, what else was he doing? A lot of things. I, I kind of, know. I kind of imagine him jumping over barrels like in Donkey Kong. Is that weird? Where he's like a <laughs> yeah, big hammer. That. <laughs> yeah. No, that's what. There's a concept. That's what working on the docks is the like. You just get a big sledgehammer and go insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're sending uh, Stallone up the uh, mountain without his shirt on and a rope tied to his ankle. And uh, yeah, he gets up there and he finds the first suitcase and. Uh, you know, instead of uh, giving it to the bad guys, they uh, they're like, "Well, we don't need two pe- two guides anymore, so we just need one." So, I think the smart thing to do, since we're standing under this giant cliff with a bunch of snow on top, is to fire a bunch of grenades up there, and I, they do. Oh yeah, fucking Thor with his goddamn grenade launcher. <laughs> I actually think the real genius of the writing of Cliffhanger is how well written the villains are. They come in with a well executed plan. Mm-hmm. They are well-trained villains with an array of well-trained thugs. Um, they think things through. Um, they're logical. They're organized. I, I mean, I, I'm surprised we didn't see other movies with similar people and cast members. I don't think I've ever seen such an excellent display of sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you ain't going to get up from that. No. <laughs> Yeah, so they fire uh, they fire these fucking grenades up into the uh, up into the snowbank, and this naturally would cause an avalanche, which it does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so uh, Stallone's like, you know what? I'm gonna open up this fucking case and toss out the money so that uh, they're down to just two cases now. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I was wondering if he kind of did that uh, to give the idea that he's dead, that you shot up and like it blew up the case, and he's dead. That am I wrong on that? No, I mean, right. no, I think that's yeah. that's exactly what they thought. I mean, yeah. whether he did it, should have known better, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's no every plan that they've put in place has failed miserably so far. Yeah. And uh, it's very to assume un- that Stallone is dead is death. Yeah, they yeah, should. It's very unclear about this situation. It's very bizarre. Yeah. I don't know why they're doing this. Um, I guess it buys them time. I mean, I guess if that worked, this is one of the few things that I guess paid off. Yeah, like lucky enough. I guess that's how I phrase it. Lucky enough, this paid off and you got away. Well, and it, it did kind of pay off for the bad guys because they lost their uh their grenade launcher guy. He fell off the yeah, cliff. Thor got, the, uh, it, that was yeah, Thor, he's right? Gone. It did yeah, not not pay off for the bad guys because they lost a third of what they were supposed to have and But they have to pay yeah, someone but was, less. It was that guy's third. Yeah, so, so like, he's you got a man, he pays someone less. Couple other people went off along the way. Yeah. Also, yeah, they lost also, the also, so also uh, I looked uh, uh, nowhere, but if you want a reference, uh, <laughs> Thor also goes by Beefy Nugs. So yeah. wow. <laughs> I, oh, I, I did note this. I think if if I were to watch this again with less booze, I would really want to focus on the dollar per villain in this movie. Okay, so you Ooh. want to do some maths here? Yeah, I want yeah. to do some maths because there's okay. there's three cases for what about a hundred million. So each it's case hundred million dollars, thirty three million. Mm-hmm. Um, villains die <laughs> throughout the entire the entire thing. So mm-hmm. I think if you really were looking at a a dollar per villain, um, you know, minus plane expenses. 
you know, weapon and, you know, equipment expenses. Mm-hmm. That would be the way yeah, to they track. They could have fucking movie. got a job at Amazon. You could sell, yeah. a, you yeah. could sell a helicopter. Made you the you, same you amount. You acquired that. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to spoil it too much, but I have the feeling that John Lithgow didn't factor in any portion of any of his underlings. Oh, he was, he was planning <laughs> He's to gonna take all, all 100 yeah. million. <laughs> so so I, uh, separating know, the money out, I don't I've know. seen Eric Quaylen's business card, and he seems like a reputable Oh, fan. yeah? You would trust that guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in all of his other, his previous business endeavors are pretty paltry compared to this. So I kind of wonder if everyone had, you know, established some level of trust. That's true. Yeah. I, I could tell you on several occasions, I worked with Eric Whalen. I was his one hour photo attendant and he paid on time mm-hmm. and he gave me a smile every morning he picked up photos. Oh, we had a nice relationship. Nice. A so guy. I was, I was, I was kind of uh, upset to hear about uh, the hijacking, yeah, nefarious deeds. Yeah, the just, <laughs> just the jackings. Yeah, just, just the Colorado jackings across. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Colorado, Jack- the Colorado Jackings is our our side podcast. <laughs> Colorado Jackings. That's a, that's what, that's what my secret Dropbox is called. You guys said you wouldn't. You guys said you wouldn't tell about it. <laughs> Colorado Jackings were a secret. That, that, that's actually my underwear line. <laughs> secret Dropbox. That's my that's my criminal record. <laughs> Your criminal record is secret dropbox. It's Colorado Jack. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, um, so they go to a safe house. Well, no. Okay, so after the fucking avalanche, uh, Quinlan's like, "Okay, have Hal call for help." He talks to Jesse on the radio. They use like, and she's like, "Miscuzzi." No, it's Miscuzzi. <laughs> There's a little bit of code. <laughs> um, they they. Yeah. You're right. There is still the code. I think Frank a little bit got of code. the code, man. Um, and so Jesse's like, "Okay, Frank, stop drawing your fucking banana and fly me up to this goddamn house up in the mountains." Mm, Hal House. And Frank's like, "Okay, I'll stop drawing my banana that's eating a monkey, mm. um, and I'll fly you up to this goddamn house." What do you see? What eat bananas? Like this crazy coked out son of a bitch, <laughs> painting monkeys, taunting <laughs> children, laughing at Sarah dying. I yeah. don't. No, nah, he's got he's a he's a dynamic man. That's true. Yeah. Um. So I'm sorry, Frank. <laughs> Jesse gets up to this little. I think it's like an old mine building that yeah. turned into a museum or something. I don't fucking know. I think I think it's it the school like a museum. What was the yeah. school of mines? So come to Colorado. They went down up to the that, school of mines. Well, that's where yeah. that's where they study. Yeah. It's kind of like Hogwarts. You climb up a mountain. Yeah, and like wizards, you're given uh, your own drill that you point out. Like, the, but the drill finds you. Like, you you are you are endued with uh, the power of the drill. Yeah, yeah, and because people can traverse the Rocky Mountains in like seconds, uh, Jess and Sylvester Stallone meet up well, at this. Well, 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 yeah, well, 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 when you saw Stallone when he was climbing up, he had um, the uh, the the fastened like uh, blades to his. Shoes. <laughs> it helped him up. Oh, no time. So, yeah. in D anD D terms, he had like shoes plus ten of haste. So, yeah, like no plus problem. twenty yeah. of haste. Yeah, he was kid Icarus. <laughs> he yeah. was up there. Yeah, he's great. He almost beat Jesse. Yeah, and there. he and in the fucking little display case because Stallone doesn't have a shirt on. He's like no. down to his just his little skivvy t shirt. Yeah, 
He finds uh, Keanu Reeves sweater from the Matrix, yeah, and he, he throws he has, that on. He has like oh, a no long sleeve. He has like a no escape sweater. <laughs> what did I say? What, what did I say? Paul, Paul called this when we were watching. When it. we were watching it, I was like, "Oh my god, Jeremy's gonna love this sweater." <laughs> I mean, and that's one of my notes. This is a Ray Liotta sweater. Does anyone not like this sweater? A, a waffle. No, this is Style. a good sweater. Long it's like a sleeve. shawl collar, yeah. Henley. God, dude, that shit looks so oh, soft. cozy as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got on a 65-year-old sweater now. Yeah, it was a museum sweater. Yeah, they have that break of glass, museum. they get it, too. But. Yeah. <laughs> that That's the craziest part. It's like, you know, you have this uh, cabin in the woods or whatever that's basically like the only, yeah. um, the only shelter, and it's a museum, and you have like and a who's fucking going to this museum? old school... Like what the fuck? Yeah, it was a perfect example of an old school sweater. My fashion line is sweat dopes by Liotz. So is this shirt like a hundred years old or what? Yeah, it was a collectible sweater. That was plus ten warmth, so he needed it. Well, but you put it on and you realize it's uh, minus tenth war ten warmth. It's it's all patchy and full of holes. Well, it was okay when he got like moth eaten. He kind of fucked it up along the way. The dust is now making you feel ick. Yeah, (laughs) there was a lot of ick. He's got asbestos poisoning. So I I don't feel good. So Gabe's got his new fun sweater, and he's he's hooked up with Jesse, and he's like, you know what? We got to find the second case because it's the only way to save Hal. Do they have to crack it? They have to crack the case. Mm. Yeah. Oh, damn it. God damn it. Is it cold? No. No. It's 80 degrees. Well, and the fastest way to get to this case is by, again, climbing sheer cliffs. You got to climb. It's always That climbing. is the yeah. easiest way What's to traverse the Rockies. Yeah. What, what do you not get by the title? What is everyone's problem with this? You know, there's it's very, not Cliff Climber. Yeah, he's doing a little cliff <laughs> There's actually very little hanging mm-hmm. in yeah. this movie. It's making you hang, friend. Oh, man. They're and like... we've already talked about it. The, the main guy's name is Cliffhanger. Yeah. He's a <laughs> gay cliffhanger. He just he's hanging out for the rest of this fantastic flies movie. Flies helicopters and talks to damsels by horses. Damn it. Wait, is Frank the main character of this? Yes. <laughs> This movie is about Frank. Frank the Tank. <laughs> Frank this the is, This is Frank's masculine-filled uh, fever dream. This is Frank the Tank Sr. We don't know Frank's last name. It could be Frank Cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Well, Frank's a serial killer, so. I, I assume it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but they they do. They do find this. They find the second case. Uh, they take the money. They hide the tracker in a snowman. Because that's a dick move. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> a dick move for the bad guys yeah dick move for the bad guys and they you know they camp out for the night and uh they burn the money for warmth what cost a fortune to heat this place I know. so I, I i don't mind that they burn the money but the, the way they set it up is they take a pile of the majority of the money they light it on fire and gabe snuggles up to jesse like they're going to bed he's like yeah, like it, t- it takes a fortune. fortune to like light this place. This would be literally like out in two minutes, like maybe, or maybe yeah, less. Yeah. I mean, it's like you, use it as kindling to light some wood right, on my, a fire. Like, but. Like, yeah, some, like, he put some VHS types in there, so <laughs> okay. it, it lasted all night. I'm like, yeah, you're going to bed. Like, also, just real quick, I think burning all this money, even if, even though they're trying to keep it from the bad guy's hands, is still probably a crime. Oh yeah, you can't destroy money. Yeah, they are for sure felons at this point, right? Yeah, I mean, but you you would think like in all reality, the government's like, 
I don't care if these people die. Thank God they burn that money. Like, they'll go down as heroes. <laughs> like, our incompetency. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you, you think that's what, that's what the government's going to do? They're going to be like, you guys just burned a... Oh, I, I, thirty million dollars. No, 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 no. I think I think the You're government felons now. No, no, I I think the government wants them in the like the end to be like I hope they die, but we'll tell everyone they were heroes. But they're like, woo! But thank God they burned that money. That's, yeah, in Guantanamo Bay, in, in in Guantanamo Bay, they will be heroes. <laughs> like for sure, yeah. they're not. Yeah, while they're having their nuts tased, yeah. they're, they're the heroes. Yeah. Well, it leads back to the whole point of this movie, like. That money has no value yeah. unless the no, United doesn't. States says, like, hey, this money is now valuable. Like, it becomes valuable yeah, when it's, it's used suit. in exchanges. Yeah. But if somebody steals, like, the prototype $1,000 bill, like, the United States is out however much it costs to just print up this money. That, that, that's why I'm saying to, to what Colin said. I'm like, it's such an obscure thing. Like, if this was, like, more real money, like, if this was $100 bills and stuff, I would totally agree with you. Well, you need more like, Colin, that, that is. But um, but because it's a thousand dollar bills and this is essentially funny money until anyone's like, no, it's actually worth money, which is such nonsense. I'm like, the government's probably like, yeah, awesome. This is a stupid ass idea. <laughs> this is worth nothing. Uh, yeah. We'll just be like, Cliffhanger was a hero. Uh, he died, but in reality, you're like, woo. Well, someone was expecting it. Other otherwise, they wouldn't have been transporting it. Yeah. Well, right. But what was the what was the recipient going to do with it? I think that was. I think it, I think it was holding value. Is like I've got these crates of object that has a this value, and that's it. I guess, I guess that's maybe my biggest issue with this because I feel like if the government were to want to transfer a large amount of monetary value, they would do it in gold. Cougarins. Yeah, that's true. Not they wouldn't just right. print money to do it. Wait, wait, wait. So it's your biggest your biggest problem okay. with this movie. Maybe, maybe I oversold my the, the level of my problem. <laughs> Mike took a cliff Colin Mike took a cliffhanger bar and threw it across the room as he was, he's like chocolate chip my ass. Is that if, if they brought uh you know a hundred million dollars in like gold flakes, that would have made that would have made this a better movie for you. Genuinely, yes. Gold flakes. <laughs> These little bags of gold flakes like fucking chef's gold. Well, one a, a chunk of 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 some of like a like a piece of paper that said this, this is, is worth a hundred a hundred million dollars. This is a hundred million dollars. No, of not Willy like Wonka a fucking bars. Willy Wonka coupon <laughs> of gold. I mean, like if the government was transferring value and funds, they would do it in gold, and it would no, have also would. made more sense for someone to steal gold than worthless this, papers. This, this movie takes place in 1993. The United States government does hasn't dealt in gold since like the 70s or something like that. That's fair, but we've never dealt in thousand dollar bills. <laughs> You're yeah. also right. Well, not after this movie, we <laughs> yeah, don't. Yeah. That, they were piloting the idea here. All, yeah, all of the thousand dollar bills like, got we make stolen this in 1993. I'm sorry, Jeremy. I think what we meant to say was not yet. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Based on based on based on this well, inflation, uh, you know. Ah, uh, that's a bitch. Yeah, that's true. Um. <laughs> we have no idea where we are. Oh, oh, yeah. oh no! They just bur- they just burn the money. Yeah. Yeah, um, they're burning the money. Which and the bad also, guys are okay. sneaking up on them with night vision goggles. That's where we are. So, to be clear, I'm pretty sure that Sylvester Stallone and Jesse are also felons at this point. Yeah, no, they all are. No one's coming out clean here. Yeah. yeah. Is that the That's okay. Yeah. The movie? <laughs> no one's no, coming out clean. Cliffhanger. No one's coming out clean. 
Um, Brought to you by Come and Go. They are coming and going. Um, Come for bread. (laughs) Stay for the milk. Yeah, no, no. Colin's right. They're you know they 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 chase them through the woods with the night vision goggles. Oh shit! Yeah. Stallone has to go through the crack. He flares that guy, which Lamar loved. He's like, that was <laughs> that was that was awesome. Yeah. That, the scream that the that guy was, did, like like it, like he was fucking belted with dragon fire. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was the classic flare. like road flare to night vision goggle. It's too bright. And then that's where people started riding each other's sleds, right? Yeah, and then he rides them down oh, yes. the hill like a sled. Well, the other guy rides Sylvester Stallone as a sled, and then they then they swap trade places. Yeah, mid yeah, that's the real did, did you see that? Holy shit, that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Did you see that was a the, the trivia was it was an homage to National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? Was it? Not at all. I figured it was an homage <laughs> to the guy from Cool Runnings. Oh yes. man, that would have been more <laughs> San- awesome. Sanka, you dead man? <laughs> you want to kiss my egg? <laughs> um, and. It's, <laughs> It's worth noting that he rode this man down a hill like a sled for probably seven miles. Yeah, he just walked back up. Yeah, he ripped his face. Oh yeah, he used his face as a brake. (laughs) You know, I reached out to Burt's Bees to see if they'd sponsor us on this one. He needs like he could have used some Burt's Bees. And Burt Burt was like, "Dude, that dude needs to go see a doctor." And I was like, "Okay," because he, yeah, hopefully, hopefully face off yeah hopefully yeah. he's allergic to bees so we can send the bees this way Just <laughs> right there. A, god damn it that, that's a good call <laughs> that's a, 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 a dog with bees and when he barks he shoots bees out of his mouth uh, bees like that yeah just like living it do be like that sometimes uh i don't know there's a bunch of stuff happening they're running through the mountains uh frank decides to come for a helicopter ride and help out um, he shoots at some wolves. Mm-hmm. Uh, we well, didn't. We well, didn't well, talk well, about the the extreme bros. Yeah, the bros show up. Yeah, after this, they this think is my side moment that I had. Time. Yeah, this is the side moment I had with Colin. The bros show up um, that we talked about from the beginning, and Hal gives the warning for them to run, and one of them is gunned down. I believe Evan is the one who survives. They have but, names. Yeah, I told and you, they don't them. Have I, I, I told Colin yeah, on the side. I was like, this always bummed me out. This is like a memory I have of this movie. I was like. Because they're like clearly like super best friends, like broing mm-hmm. out, yeah. and I'm like, oh man, like that. Hey, cheesehead. I was like that. That dude's like best friend brother was like just gunned down, yeah. and like that dude's dead. He well, he's super dead. And the other one, extreme sports, skydives off of the cliff. Yeah, but he's, he lives. He the, what happens? He could have died. I think he lives. He gets he hung lives. up on a tree. Well, he gets yeah. hung up yeah. on a tree, and then there are wolves biting his foot, and Frank and then comes Frank along. Shows up. But what does Frank do with him? Frank shoots at the wolves. They leave, but, and he grabs them, and that's it with but then, that guy. But, but, I mean, Frank, we see Frank in a minute, and he that's doesn't true. have the dude with him. That's, I think that he Frank killed that, that guy. He left yeah, him in Frank that tree, yeah. He yeah, that, he killed him and cut that, him up for those wolves. Yeah, he had yeah. that leather sack of jerky, which was awfully suspicious. I was like, mm-hmm. did you go into town? He's like, no. No, I just... I was like, I found it. I was like, I know you go hunting sometimes. Did you find anything? He's like, no, man. You guys are painting a very, very yeah. bad picture of Frank. Well, I mean, here. he was Let's like, covered, he was covered <laughs> in blood. <laughs> the other man over he was our hero before. Oh, I can't die when I look at him. He was covered in blood the other day. I was like, this guy's probably hunting or doing something. He's mumbled something about mm-hmm. like mountain strawberries. I didn't think about anything, but yeah. yeah. Wow. Huh. That's. Hmm. It was good. Yeah. No, yeah, amazing. 
Frank yeah. killed and ate the other bro. He did, that, yeah. That's he what talked, we're saying. talked about man teriyaki a lot. I did not partake, but I saw other people. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Yeah. Are we going to have man teriyaki uh, when I'm in town on your Yeah, we, we got some for you. Yeah, I mean, you. You are. <laughs> Good deal. You're I'll the man teriyaki. show you some man teriyaki. <laughs> I did talk about having an uh, ice cream cake. Yeah. A little fudgy the whale. Yeah. Cookie puss. It's not right. <laughs> no? Speaking of I'm aboard, Tuggy. Puss. You guys don't fuck with Carvel out here? Look at this guy. Okay. This like, oh, this I haven't seen... No. It's all, On Netflix? It's all the Beastie no. Boys song with this guy. What? It's Cookie Puss. It's the song, Beastie Boys. Is it? It's also a cake. I know what it is. It's all part of it. It's all part of the song. <laughs> okay. No. You hush, guys hush your mouth. <laughs> You guys franking me? It was, it was a deep stop, dish. Stop deep dishing me, bro. <laughs> this is deep, deep dish Friday. Eat Frank's ass. <laughs> oh god! Wait a minute, asshole! Oh my god! God damn it! God damn it! Um, okay. Then Frank shops at Dillard's. Yeah, Frank. Frank goes to Dillard's to get some new cardigans. <laughs> He's got a funeral to yeah. Um So, okay, I mentioned earlier that Gabe had to go through the crack. Um, sure. Gabe is now fully inserted. He's in the crack. He's in the crack. <laughs> deep, deep in the crack. Mm-hmm. Um, this is for deep dish. And uh, Cool Runnings finds him in the oh, crack. Oh, boy. Ooh. This scene is long and drawn out. But, let's but go. dope as fuck. Well, the well key, before Cool the Runnings gets to him, they get scared by bats. Batman's there. Oh, yeah. But Gabe puts his hand in some guano. Some guano. But they, they get through the bat thing. And then, which Cool Runnings was it? What was his character's name? It wasn't... The, the first Cool Runnings. It wasn't Yul Brenner, wrote, no. and it wasn't... <laughs> Don't make Sanka it Coffee. <laughs> How dare you? What was his name? Why is it why is it always about that? Because you've seen Cool Runnings more than anyone. I don't think Cool Runnings is a film. Is, is it not? Is it a film I've seen? So John Candy from Cool Runnings <laughs> is is in the crack. I know John Candy. <laughs> just just because he's black doesn't mean he's from Cool Runnings, Mike. God John damn. Candy is not black. <laughs> That's, isn't he? Is he not? What are you telling me? I don't know. Um <laughs> Yeah, so they get scared by bats. (laughs) They're trying to find the third case, which they do. Yeah, they do find find the third case. Let's case this. They crawl up like a little like crevice hole. They find the third case on top. Then uh, uh, what's his name? Yeah, the the henchman, Cool Running's henchman, comes and is like, "Hey, you know, I know you found this case. Like, let's make a deal. I won't. I'll just kill you and not the girl." And Sly's like, "Oh, I like that deal." No, he doesn't like that. No, deal. he wasn't stoked no. on that deal. It was also Darice. Dur- it was Darice, Yeah, it, he also implied that he would kill Sly, not kill the girl. But there might be other girl-related activities that he wasn't comfortable with. Do you ever think Stallone uses the pickup line? I'm gonna Sly into your DMs because I just think that just wrote itself. You would have to, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was born twenty years too early. I think we. Ju- yeah. I think we could get a T-shirt line. Okay. I think we can make them upscale like polo t-shirts. Okay. It could be like 
kind of on like like a golf shirt yeah like it'd yeah. be like embroidered on like like the lapel mm-hmm. or somewhere and i think we could charge probably anywhere from i would say 700 to 900 dollars per shirt <laughs> yeah uh, maybe we should look DMs. in we should look into getting a partnership like rabbit troop sucks and like armani and we can sell suits yeah. on the website I wanted to team up yeah, with our the, bodies. The, the RTS Neiman Marcus line. Yeah, yeah. it seems natural. <laughs> yeah. I agree. And maybe we could like do a classy, like on their lapels, we could just have like a talk button and it could be like catchphrases like you you are not gonna get up from that. Hmm. Or <laughs> God damn it. Or or, God damn or there's a Jer- Jeremy's aerial dump truck. <laughs> I he says that all the time. I remember that. Yeah, all the yeah. text messages. Yeah. It sounds like tagline. Right. Mm-hmm. The aerial dump truck is a really hard to pull off sex move. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Many injuries. You got to stretch out first. A lot of, lot of fucking physical therapy. I think everyone and everyone, other therapy. I, I <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, that this is going to be an award winning classic episode. I think we're gonna. What, oh yeah. If what we're award, not at the fucking Emmys next year. Yeah. What award could we win? Would this be a Grammy or a Tony? Do you think, or both maybe? There, a Tony, there, I think. Are we going to get an egot for this one episode? All there, four. There are specific podcasts. Please, sassy. Please tell me they, to they call them the potties. Please call me to call them the potty. The, <laughs> like real talk, the podcast <laughs> awards must be the lamest fucking thing in the world. Yeah, I'm not in, sure what we, metric they use. The do you send in a pre-recorded <laughs> yeah. response? Yes, God I think uh, I think uh, listeners can you know vote. So you could you could ask your listeners to. Go in and vote for you. I've been asking our listeners to fucking like us on Apple and for, for a year and a half, and they still haven't done that. So. You five assholes <laughs> I don't out think there. We have a chance. <laughs> yeah. Could you guys research the podcast awards and vote for us? There you go. Yeah, Damn. nominate us for something, you ungrateful bastards. Wow, you guys are really <laughs> aggressive. I'm just, I'm just saying this. Don't deep, don't deep dish us. Dear three that's people the, out That's there. the type of hard-hitting advertising we need, though. Mm-hmm. Ask... You, the the three listeners out there ask me for my flesh. Send me your email address. We'll send it to you. You can deep dish it. What about your flesh? <laughs> for deep dish. Whoa. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. We can edit it out. <laughs> nope. We're never doing that. <laughs> that doesn't seem right. We only edit things when I get drunk and badmouth local businesses. Well, we're up a mountain. <laughs> there we go. And now it's Lithgow versus Lithgow. <laughs> well, okay. I want to talk about. Dereese's death. Dereese versus Lithgow. Who the fuck is Dereese? He's cold. He did in the movie. Oh yeah. yeah. So they get into a big fight. Uh, but he gets impaled. And Stallone's getting his fucking ass. Stallone, yeah, Stallone's getting fucking Stalag rocked. Tight. You said that was lame when I did it earlier. So <laughs> fuck your guy. I didn't say that at all. <laughs> okay, this kind of reminded me a little bit about Demolition Man, where okay. Wesley Snipes beats the shit out of mm-hmm. uh, John Spartan. Yeah, and then John Spartan grabs him by the dick and slams him into a stalactite. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I remember that happening. Same old story. Yeah. But yeah. that's what happens. Yeah, he grabs him by the dick and just punches him up this through a stalactite. This was a spiritual prequel. <laughs> and, then, and then he's like drinking his innards as they fall into his as, face. Yeah. As <laughs> John Lithgow uh, pulls a weird move kind of near this where... He's like, ah, we don't need a pilot, uh, except for me, who I also know how to fly. Oh, he shoots his girlfriend. Yeah, Crystal. Yeah, Crystal, dead. yeah. Right after he said she would make a good wife, he just fucking murders her mm-hmm. dead. Everyone's dead. Um, we have Travers. 
running around. God damn it. We God gotta, damn it. We got to get a pole. God damn it. Yeah, Travers is like, hey, you're a fucking asshole. Like, I'm going to tell the FBI on this radio that you're mm-hmm. a fucking asshole. And and then he proceeds to, like, still, like, do what he's supposed to do for some reason. He's like, ah, fuck yeah. I'm going to oh, hold him down. Before, before Quinn, whatever, fucking Quimby kills Crystal, <laughs> um, they use Crystal as bait. Oh, uh, yeah. Frank, she does do good at that. Frank is flying around in his helicopter. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, oh, shit, there's a broad. She's hurt. I assume Frank would say broad, right? Yeah, Probably. Yeah. Probably. Um, mm. Frank would, yes. So he lands to help uh, Crystal, but no, it doesn't, doesn't mm. go well. So now they have a helicopter. Yeah, and Frank's dead. And Yeah, for, oh, Frank's super dead. And then, you know, Quimby shoots Remember Crystal. Remember my art. This part kind of fucked me up a little bit. It's like, I remember watching this around when it came out, and I was probably too young to watch it. But listening to how Scream... Frank, like Frank, no, like, no, like, Frank, no, no. He was, Frank. he was, babe, no, babe. The the he was babe, so no, good at this this one thing of like the, the, like the genuinely like the complete hopelessness of this scene, mm-hmm. like kind of brought something out in Damn, me. Like, it touched you. Kid. That like, wow. came online with with Michael Michael Rooker. Is that his name? Uh, unbelievably, yes. Yeah. Okay. No, and I mean, it I was, was a very like, emotional it scene. Was, it was, like, completely, completely helpless as, you know, like, someone who he clearly knew and admired for a long time. He wanted him to finish that fucking banana painting? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, it yeah, was that's just... that's not getting finished. Like, wow. like uh, you know, when, when we saw this, you know, tonight, I was just like, oh, my God, like... Um, 20 years ago or whatever when I first saw this and we had and seen it a handful of times just like it triggered something in me it was like oh my god like this is this is it mm-hmm. um and that thing yeah yeah, I feel like Colin. Made me it's, very sad. He's a very uh he's an innocent character. He just got murdered just without any reason. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. yeah. And how couldn't do anything about it? Yeah. Yeah. He was helpless. When you realize that, you get an embroidered badge that you have become the Radish King. Wow. No, I've heard yeah. that. Yeah. Does that mean that I'm king of radishes or is that I am Does the badge say the Radish King? No, you you rule over the radishes. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. You have, a, you have a kingdom. Wow. Yeah. So this brings me to a different kind of question. So in the Young MC que- uh, song, Bust a Move, oh. he says, your best friend Harry has a brother Larry. Mm-hmm. In five days from now, he's going to marry. He's hoping you can make it if you can. Because in the ceremony, you'll be the best man. What the hell's going on in that situation? Paul. Your best friend, Harry? You what? just What's a move. <laughs> That's true. I get it yeah. now. I do. finally get it. Yeah. Just like Gabe did in Cliffhanger. Yeah, he's you, Are you not seeing the parallels here? Uh, can you expand expound on that a little bit i can't I don't know if we want yeah. that to happen he cannot <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean right. I, could, I could submit like a dissertation on the like time unfolding that would have to take place for all of this to come together but i feel gabe does it perfectly i don't need a dissertation i need you to explain this for about 30 seconds <laughs> i need jeremy to show it to us do it jeremy <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> No. <laughs> For the record, listeners, Jeremy is now showing it to us. Yeah, that's oh, right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, show more to us. 
Yeah. It's draped over my microphone. Oh, <laughs> Jeremy, uh, put it away. He's he talks. He's talking into it like it wasn't like a lot of Colin. <laughs> Jeremy seducing Jeremy. Making we've promises. gone off. We've gone off the deep dish here. Oh no! no yeah. one could, no one could deep dish like hell. No, that was the plan. Yeah, <laughs> all along. Yeah. No, that one's played yeah, so, out. You got to so, find a new one. So Frank's dead. Better. The FBI is also they're roaming around. <laughs> yeah, the Frank's in their own dead. helicopter too. Uh, yeah, the FBI and the the fucking mint guys are in their own helicopter. Yeah, they're not really oh, being yes. useful at all. No. They're just flying around like morons. Um, they are because uh, so this this them coming in was bizarre because you would think that as a government agency they would coordinate with the locals to like find out what the fuck is going on. Nope. Didn't do that. No. The audacity <laughs> of true. these fucking guys to come in. Fucking and... government overreach yeah, right yeah. here. Um, well, they probably called Mountain Rescue, but no one was there because they were all dicking around on the yeah. mountain. They're all exactly. dead. Yeah. <laughs> they just went to the Mountain Rescue office, saw the banana eating the monkey, and they're like, this right. is all fucked. The, yeah. The, we, fucked. Whoever painted this is not the man we want for, for this. Someone story. was like, finally, this is the artist that gets me. Who is this man? And they're like, he died. And he's like, I will loot all of this. This is now worth $100 million. (laughs) I also said when we're watching this, I was like, oh my God, Frank's art just like 10 times multiplier. Mm -hmm. Like, oh my God. Did we explain that? It's a banana eating a monkey, which is the reverse of nature or something. I don't know. No one knows what Frank's mind. God damn it. Yeah, that's how deep it goes. You You go to the Denver Zoo, it explains itself. They have an exhibit. It insists upon itself. (laughs) (laughs) This would have been a better movie if Quinlan somehow got that piece of artwork and sold it on like the black market for like $75 million because of Frank's death. If this movie was about that was like the true fucking thing. Yeah, that would have been well. John Lithgow is like fucking Ocean's Eleven. And I'll summarize it really quick. John Lithgow is in a helicopter taunts some people captures jesse mm-hmm. gabe's like hey dude land here give me jesse and i'll give you this cash and john lithgow's like okay, okay. yeah that sounds like a great so idea. he lets jesse True. go and gabe's like here's your money and he throws in the <laughs> propeller blades and it goes everywhere and J- and john lithgow's like no no oh no 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 no, no. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. John Lithgow should have dr- driven the helicopter into Sylvester Stallone. Well, I think he, he was trying to. He tried to. to. He rams into the side of a cliff. They fight on the side of it like it's Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, no, because uh, there's a ladder in the middle of this mountain for some reason. Yeah. And Where Sylvester Stallone. Where do you keep your ladders? Mm-hmm. Well, I... Yeah. Yeah, I'm not climbing. I don't, I don't like this. <laughs> okay. Fucking called, climb with the Rocky Mountains is, is nature's outdoor shed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there was a, a a winch on the helicopter that Sylvester Stallone. A winch and a whistle, my friend. Clipped <laughs> to the ladder for some reason, the same ladder that he ended up jumping on for no reason. Um, there were a lot well, of bad decisions out of there. Yeah, yeah. a collection yeah. of bad decisions leads to the end of adrenaline's the high. Well, there are good decisions for. Our Gabe, I mean, they no. worked out well. Well, they were not good. Oh, well, he looked the All helicopter with a winch to the ladder to get John Lithgow from flying away. The worst decision Gabe so, was so to leave Denver. You're, you're on a mountain, and on this mountain is a ladder. Mm-hmm. And if you don't jump on the ladder, you're not connected to the helicopter that's plummeting to its death. And he jumped on the ladder. Well, it was right there. It was right there. 
I don't really know why he had to jump onto anything. He but did. Who knows? That's but John true. Lithgow's dead. Yeah. And, and the ladder and everything is okay. The ladder the ladder wasn't great. It's not awesome. It's not ideal. But Hal Hal and him are friends. And Jesse's cool. Yeah, they're good yeah. buds. <laughs> and I, the Treasury Department's really like buds. hang in there. Yeah, like we'll fly away and be useless. Um uh, and then Gabe and Hal sing Jesse's girl. Um <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. They high five with the penises. <laughs> And uh, the movie's done. How can I find they a woman tips. like that? Yeah. Uh, wow. Uh, a lot happened. I, I guess I was just writing some notes. I didn't see a lot of these things. Um, well, yeah. No, you you were you were yeah, eating M Ms. Well, when that yeah, penis but, thing happened. Yeah. Before before we wrap this up, uh, feel free to reach out to us at any point in time at Rabbit Troop Sucks Podcast at Gmail Is there a movie you want us to review? Do you have some tips about some movies we saw? Is there any trivia you want to share with us? Hit us up also at rabbittroopsucks.com, the website proper. Go see some pictures, some hyperlinks, some various other things, links to merchandise. And as always, we are on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, uh, cliffhanger, cliffing it up. Mm -hmm. This movie is bananas. Do you think anyone listening to this podcast knows what anything about this movie is about? Yeah, no. because they, I don't think anyone is listening to this podcast. Someone was any like, <laughs> I just wanted to see every time they said God damn it or damn, and they were drinking along and they were like, I'm going to do some shots. And they're like, yeah. And they're asleep now and yeah. they're in a better place. Oh, that inspired <laughs> people that participate in the drinking game. Yeah. They fell asleep like Frank did. Yeah. The first yeah. 30 minutes of the movie is so fucking stupid. Have a drinking game so that you can enjoy this. Because it was super fun mm-hmm. uh, for as nonsensical as it actually was. They should have made a sequel. They still should. It's not too late. Hoover Dam. Hoover Dam Projects. Oh, God. Gabe. Gabe 2004. How 2024. Could that, how could that movie be, be more than 30 minutes long? It would be like uh, Under Siege 2. Yeah, how is he gonna climb dark territory, which takes place in Colorado? Yeah. Like, <laughs> on that fucking train. Why are we reviewing that? No, we've talked. We've okay. talked about it. Yeah. God damn, it's yeah. such a fucking horrible movie. It is. It it's doesn't really make any sense. Who's gonna climb all over a dam? It's flat. Relatively, no, nothing makes any sense about this movie. So, like, out. So, I. When I was a kid and I watched this movie, I loved this movie. Mm-hmm. I love like the action, Sylvester Stallone. Like the, it was like one of those tentpole movies you see in like the movie theater. I watch it now as like an adult with like a fully functioning brain, and I'm like, "What the fuck was this movie <laughs> about, no. man?" But like, there's so many stupid Jer- things Jer- that happen in this movie. Jer- Jer- Jeremy, so Jeremy, many. Jeremy, you you've got to admit. Our observations as like junior high kids on Frank still hold up. Like, oh what yeah, the shit. I mean, <laughs> Frank what is the, I, the picture. Look at him. I'm, what the shit? Jeremy, I've been looking at him for two hours. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I watched this movie a handful of times when I was too young to watch it, and I loved this movie, and I never noticed Frank. Giggling, giggling at Sarah's death. Oh yeah, he loved it. God damn, Frank, that was, he didn't that like was Sarah crazy. Yeah, fuck that bitch. I guess according to Frank. Yeah, Lamar, what's your views on Cliffhanger? None, really. What? <laughs> Jesus. None. Yeah, fuck this movie. this movie. I guess. You know, the, when this movie came out, I remember this was the blockbuster of 1993. I remember what? this movie being advertised very heavily back then. I remember just. Like this is Stallone's. This is the moment where he's gonna 
leapfrog Schwarzenegger and be the guy in theaters because Stallone had a whole bunch of Rambos and Rocky is under his name and this was the same year as Demolition, man. I just want you guys to know that was we it? covered 1993, all of Stallone. I didn't know. That's terrific. And so he was hitting on a high. Yeah. This was a big-time movie. It didn't deliver back I mean, then. You also didn't have deliver to remember, now. Like, Sylvester Stallone, I believe he won a fucking Academy Award for Rocky. So, yeah. like, he has an Academy Award under his belt. Uh, that's a like, different... You know? Yeah. And, and we've, we've covered Frank Stallone recently. Cliffhanger was a top 10 movie of 1993. It was a big deal. It was a big deal. Oh, yeah. Jurassic yeah. Park, Fugitive, The Firm, Sleepless in Seattle, Doubtfire, Indecent Proposal, and the Land of Fire, Aladdin, and Cliffhanger. That was a big year for Holy movies. Shit, I'm yeah. surprised I didn't see it in the theater. I was going out to see a lot of movies back then, and this one escaped me. I didn't see it until it was on TV and syndication years later, so I didn't see it properly. But overall, I thought it was just... Eh, a lame block, block, blockbuster movie I watched later in life, and typical Stallone, whatever. It is. Jeremy and I also saw Aladdin. I could even tell you uh, the phone call. Nice. Like, I'll reenact it. Da-ling, da-ling. Hello? Well, go see Aladdin. <laughs> hey, Jeremy. <laughs> Which one of you was that? <laughs> it was both of us simultaneously. Yeah, Paul, we do. We're both high off your fucking asses. <laughs> if, if it's available, the Riff Raff Street Rat song is prime for I don't um, buy that. karaoke. Wow, <laughs> really? For sure. Okay. If only I know my Aladdin. That is crazy. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. My sister I've see, has seen that movie so much. I've sit, probably, probably seen it with her a hundred times. Just in the background, it was playing, and she just have it on. It's like, wow, I think I know all those songs by heart, too. Wow. Yeah, I'd watch it with your sister, too. With, with the epic <laughs> running log of this oh, movie, I, I'm going to highlight, everyone just seemed to love it. Mike, do you have any final uh, uh, views on Cliffhanger? Yeah. No, th- this is, for me, I, I if you said... Tomorrow morning, do you want to watch this movie again? I would 100% oh, yeah. do it. I fucking love this movie. It's kind of like one of the holdouts of that kind of mid-80s style of movie where it it takes itself seriously, but it's fucking bonkers. It's bonkers. Yeah, I this is this movie can do no wrong for me. Everything is perfect. Any anyone final notes? Yeah, I think I think you're totally right. Like if if you were watching this movie as someone who's trying to critique a movie, um, you would be in the wrong. Because you'd watch this movie for about 10 minutes and be like, I can't watch this movie with this perspective. I'm just going to have a good fucking time with it. This movie is like the disco music of movies. You can't try to have a musical merit conversation about disco. You just have to have a good time. And that's what this movie is about. Like, there is nothing noteworthy about the filming or anything, but it's fucking rad. Yeah. It's just cool. Yeah, it's a fun movie. And in the end, when you're stuck on the top of a cliff, who are you going to call? It's Sylvester Stallone. Honestly, the only bad thing about this movie is John Lithgow's accent. Oh, it's... John Lithgow is such a, like a gem. He, like, he he's is, such a good actor. Yeah, this is not good. But I don't know what... I don't, I don't know what... When Randy Harlan was like, hey, can you talk like a total douchebag? Could you... <laughs> instead of your normal why, yes, voice? I, why, yes, I can. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. next time we're coming at you, 1986, Solar Babies, mm. the movie that changed the world. Are you one of the action figure-owning fans? Did you go see it in the theaters? 
Did that even exist? Yeah. Did they even make you merchandise? It, Is the answer to all those questions no? Solar Babies, Robin <laughs> Patrick, Lucas Haas, other people, Solar Babies. Oh, Lucas Haas is great. Hell yeah. He's great, yeah. And we'll be back at you. So uh, I know we're running long in the tooth on Cliffhanger, but, you know, we're in the Rocky Mountains. Welcome back, Colorado. Yeah, it's a good mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And uh, as always, uh, Rabbit Troop sucks, Cliffhanger. Uh, rabbit? Uh, rabbits? Rabbit rabbit sucks. Sucks. Their rabbit got away. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Shit, the rabbit got, did get away. No, he's pay, paid $100,000 to shoot that rabbit. Fuck that rabbit. Asterisk. No. God damn it. God damn it. Rabbit trip sucks. Rabbit trip sucks.